0: Hey guys, it's Samantha, the Urban Homesteader. I hope you're all doing well. I realize that it has been quite a while since I last got on here, and I do apologize for that. Um, With the summer season, I tend to get really busy. School finishes and farmer's market starts, and of course, just things around the farm. Um, So if you didn't know, I run our local farmer's market. I've done our market for two years. I've been in charge of the social media advertisement for three years, and before that, I helped get another market off the ground in a town not too far from me. Um, I've been doing farmer's market for about 10 years, and it's something I profoundly enjoy. I love working with the people and getting to know my vendors and um, just organizing and planning and just, getting all of that together. It's rewarding to me after, um, y'all excuse all the ums. I am, I'm very tired. It's like 10, 18 at night and I'm trying to get this done before the kids, well, while the kids are in bed. Cause I know tomorrow I won't have that opportunity. Um, anyway, like I was saying, I enjoy doing the market work. It's rewarding at the end of the day to see All the happy vendors and all the happy customers and the shop merchants, everyone having had a great day. And that's my goal in the end is to make sure that everybody has a great time. It's fulfilling for them. And, well, this summer hasn't been particularly the best summer. Um, Our market has just been ungodly slow that we have decided as a whole to change it up a little bit. We have our weekly market just through the end of Sept- well through the middle of September and then we will be moving things around a little bit instead of having a weekly market beginning in October we will be moving to once a month year round they'll be themed have extended hours and lots of shopping and try to co- coordinate with some other community organizations about having some other events and just make a big day of it have a lot of fun Some other great things going on. I started organizing a produce co-op in our area. Since our farmer's market has not been the greatest, I've struggled to get farmers to actually come to our farmer's market. Apparently something about not enough foot traffic for them. Well, with no farmers, there's no foot traffic. It's a it's a cycle. And, you know, you just got to have a couple of brave people willing to say, you know what, let's try it. And fortunately, unfortunately, I've not had those brave people. So I started a produce co-op. Everybody pays in a share, a set amount, and then I go shopping twice a month at the state farmer's market and some of the local big farms, purchase a ton of produce, take it back. We divide it up amongst ourselves and anything left, we donate to needy families. This week was our first co-op, and wow, y'all, I would say it's definitely worth doing. If you've never done a co-op or participated in a co-op, let me tell ya, it is worth it. Y'all, my cat is terrorizing the house. I keep hearing things crash. It's either the cat or it's the ghost. I'm going to go with the cat because he's in a rumbunctious mood. However, George hasn't done anything lately. George is our ghost. Um, I'll get on, I'll, I'll tell you a little more about our, uh, our friend George here in a little while. Um, so yeah, if you, if you have a co-op near you, definitely look into it. It's really great. We, uh, had quite the, the haul come home. I'm going to be busy the next couple days canning and freezing and preserving and just eating. Um, so much good stuff. A few other great things. School. School is starting back. Um, For us, that's homeschool. My daughter will be starting second grade. Well, kind of. She's second grade in math and reading. But she's still in, like, first grade kindergarten in writing. She struggles. I don't understand why writing is so hard, but we're getting there. We'll figure it out. Um, My son is four, and will be starting preschool this year. We opted to send him to our local um, church preschool at, well, our church, and, oh my gosh, my cat is crashing around the house. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's chasing moths. Y'all excuse me for the chewing. I've got horrible heartburn tonight, and I am living on antacids. That stuff, oh, terrible, but my, mm. Brett, calm down, oh my god, he's terrorizing my house, y'all, come save me, anyway, my four-year-old will be starting preschool this year, he'll be in 4K at our church preschool, it's called God's Little Angels, he doesn't seem super excited about it, because he's worried there'll be too many girls However, I was informed that his class is mostly boys with only like four girls, maybe five. So he shouldn't have too much to worry about there. But he's still, still a little bit worried. I think it'll be great for him. He's excited. It's three days a week. It's half a day. And I think it'll be, oh crap, it'll be just what he needs. Um And with him being at school, it gives me time to sit down one-on-one with my daughter and work on her stuff, because she gets distracted easily. She's not really a sit down and read a book, or well, she loves to read a book, but sit down and do worksheets kind of person. She needs to be hands-on, constantly doing something to engage that mind, because sitting still is just not her strong suit. And come to think of it, it's not really my son's either. However, he could sit quietly for a while. Um, lots of, lots of other things going on. Um, It's the time of year my husband works away. He comes home pretty much long enough to wash his laundry if it's raining or if the wind is blowing too hard. He works in forestry doing aerial application. They do, um, they use helicopters to spray herbicides over cutovers to get them prepped for planting pine trees because the pine tree industry has really taken off lately in our area, he seems to enjoy it. He's been learning how to fly, and he drives the big trucks and he builds the big trucks that he drives. He's got a really cool job. Um, the weather here has been positively awful. It's been way too hot to do just about anything. My poor garden—it's purely zinnias. Couple of little kales are hanging on my rabbit's loving that, and weeds, lots and lots of weeds everywhere. I think I need to get out there and weed eat really well. I'm gonna try and save some cardboard and start lining my walkways and seeing what I can do. Thought about trying out that lasagna method mulching or filling in the beds lasagna style. If I'm going to do co-op, I got all those boxes that are coming back, so I might as well use them for something constructive rather than just sending them to the recycling center or the landfill. Um, But it has, oh gosh, y'all, it has been so hot. I got tomatoes coming in and out, you know, coming in a couple at a time. This has been the best year for tomatoes I have ever had. I've i actually already been able to can a bunch, and they've been delicious, I haven't had much luck with my peppers. I tried, they never really grew. I got a couple of jalapenos and I got a bell pepper and I think I got a single pimento and two chili peppers. That is it. And the plants are still like six inches tall. I don't know. I'm gonna have to play with the soil a little bit and see what I can do to to get it to grow next year because I like peppers. They make me happy. I like a little bit of spice. We added a rabbit to the farm. Her name is Cookie. She is a pet rabbit. However, one day I do want to get my meat rabbits. The fact that I've convinced my husband to let me get the pet rabbit is saying a lot because he told me as he was helping me unload the rabbit cage, I am highly against this. I just want you to know. Well, he hasn't really, you know, touched the rabbit. But I do know that he helps to make sure that the rabbit gets fed and watered. Which is, you know, seven-year-old's job. It's her rabbit. She got it for her birthday. It was given to her. But Cookie seems to like me a little bit better. Because I take her treats. She really likes figs. She doesn't get them very often, but she really likes figs. Like, she will jump on you to get them if she smells them. Likes figs. Um, We have a new chick... His name is Marshmallow. He is a Silky. I got him to replace a chick that kinda got killed day after it hatched. We were very excited that we had a chicken hatch. Well, the baby died and Mama was very distraught. So I went on a frantic search for someone with chicks and got us another chick. It's not any breeds that we have. But Sunshine doesn't care. Sunshine wanted a baby. Sunshine has a baby. And Marshmallow has, uh, Crooked Beak Syndrome. He was so cute when we got him. Now he's so ugly. Um, my husband wants so badly to go ahead and call him, and I just, I can't do it. He's so ugly. He's cute. He's kind of like my, uh, my mini jerk, Curly. He's just so ugly. He's cute. I've got a bunch of those. I've got seven roosters. Why is it that all my roosters are so ugly? They're cute. Um, But anyway, Marshmallow has crooked beak. He was fine when we got him, but as I think he was a day or two old, so it was still early. But we noticed about day three, day four, that his beak was starting to not line up properly. And by about day seven... His beak had an um, an obvious 80, 90 degree angle to it. He eats, and he's doing fine eating, but we do know that he is growing slowly. And at one point or another, he may give up the ghost. And, of course, my kids are prepared for that. They understand that, you know, we're going to keep him as long as we can. As long as he's eating and drinking fine, we're not gonna mess with him. We'll love him and and spoil him, but until then, you know it, we got we'll just love him um another fun thing I have several chickens, including my mini jerk who seems to be afflicted the worst. a couple of the other birds. I noticed the other day that they were looking a little adolescent. you know that stage where um you start breaking out into acne, your hormones change, you get pimples. Well, my chickens are starting to look a little adolescent. And I got to looking at it and I got to researching and I asked a friend who has been in this homesteading game a heck of a lot longer than me. She is my uh my wise woman. She is the the person I go to when something happens and I don't know what to do. I, I pick her brain, and she is so generous with her knowledge. And if she can help me, she will help me. Um, she's helped me in several situations where I didn't know what to do. Um, but anyway, after talking to her, it has been discovered that my poor chickens have a case of fowl pox. Fowl pox is the poultry equivalent of chicken pox get that. Anyway, it causes, there's two kinds. There's a wet and a dry. I think we're just dealing with the dry, which I'm very grateful for because I don't know if I want to deal with the wet. But my chickens are walking around looking like they're covered in pimples all over their, uh why can I not think, combs. That's the, the crown across the top of their head for those that aren't Versed in chickens, and then wattles are like the little uh, flappers that hang from their chin, from their beak. So they're they're looking really pimply. <laughs> the best part is, I have to let it just run its course. So isolating them not necessary. I mean, it's a virus, just like any other virus. It's got to run its course. So. We may end up with a few, a few fewer eggs, and my chickens are gonna run around like adolescents. Um, my curly jerk actually acts like his hormones were changing. Um, he's very moody. One minute he's hot, one minute he's cold, one minute he's trying to spur you, and the next he wants to snuggle. So, oh, that chicken. My kids keep asking, can we cook Curly? Can we make Curly chicken and dumplings? Can we get rid of Curly? He's mean. Can we cook Curly? No, we can't cook Curly. I, I mean, I'd love to find him a new home where he can, you know, be a jerk to his content. But until then, he's my, he's my jerk. He makes life interesting. He's really funny. So if you haven't heard my story before about Curly, Curly is a bantam rooster. He's about eight inches, nine inches tall. He's not very tall. He's a little thing, and he's a caution, so he's kind of got um a curl to his feathers. Um, yeah, he's red, and he thinks he's big man on campus, and he's not. He is little man on campus. And when you let the big roosters out, Curly is your best friend but when you keep the big roosters locked up, Curly thinks he needs to spur you. He will, if you walk by him, he'll run up behind you like he's getting ready to get you. But if you turn around and look at him, he looks at you, looks away and struts off like he's offended. It's the best. I laugh every time because it's so funny. Oh, gracious, that chicken. A um, couple other fun birds. They hatched back in March. I may have mentioned it too, mentioned it in the last podcast, but I hatched four birds. I've got Army Guy, Oreo, and Jack and Jill. Jack is currently dealing with a mild case of the lovely fowl pox, but it doesn't seem to slow him. He's still such a sweetheart. I love watching him and Jill run across the yard. I mean, all of them are fun to watch. These two in particular, you watch them run across the yard, they look like velociraptors, like you would imagine a dinosaur running. <laughs> That's all I can think when I see them run is, oh hey look, I have dinosaurs. Uh, they are, um, they're called buff orpingtons. If you know chickens, you know they're a great chicken to have. And then army guy and Oreo are Americana. We think army guy is an Americana, uh, buff orpington just from her coloration variation. Oh my gosh, I love that chicken. She is so funny. Chickens have personality. I don't know if y'all realize this, but chickens have a great personality, and they are so much fun. I used to raise chickens as a kid, and I only remember one chicken in particular. Like, really remember one chicken. His name was Monster. He was a giant rooster. He did not like anybody in the pen except for me. One day my baby brother and sister asked if they could go feed the chickens and this is how we learned this. I said, sure, y'all go feed the chickens. I was trying to get ready for school. I think I was like a, a freshman or a sophomore. So, you know, makeup, hair, gotta look right. Well, we're in there in the house and getting ready and we hear this god-awful blood-curdling scream coming from the backyard, and of course, it sounded like somebody was literally being butchered, so we all ran outside, and there was my baby sister and brother standing in, well, cowering in the corner, and and there was Monster right there looking at him doing that little rooster dance that they do when they're being all tough. I walked out there and called him to me. He walked right over to me and let the kids out. They never went back in that chicken coop again. It was so funny. Of course, I was a little disappointed because I didn't get my extra minute to, to put my eyeliner on, but, you know, we can make, we can adapt and overcome. We can make it work. Yeah, I love chickens. I tend to talk about them a lot, but I'm a homesteading, stay-at-home homesteading mama. Sorry, y'all. Um, let's see. So, with the season winding up for the year, it's time to start putting things away for winter. A lot of crops are coming in right now, so I can get a lot of produce really cheap. The co-op that I started is a great way for me to get a lot of that produce. Um, this week, I am planning to make taco soup. I picked up the chorizo at Sam's Club today, two 32-ounce packages for five bucks. Heck yeah, we're we're having taco soup for sure. Oh, I love chorizo. It's gonna be so good in my soup. I do gotta remember to go get ground beef, though. You know, can't make taco soup without my ground beef. But um, I got, I found, I found some half-gallon jars. Oh my gosh! I was like a little kid in the candy store when I walked into Tractor Supply and saw that they had half-gallon jars, and they weren't thirty dollars a case. They were eight dollars for six jars. I bought them up. So I'm going to can some soup and put it away for a rainy day because with it being busy season and my husband traveling, I enjoy not having to cook, not having to think. I can just pull it out, warm it up and go. That's what we're doing. Some days it's just easier to do it that way. Um, Recently started getting more into some scratch-made stuff. The other day, I made a meal. My kids devoured it. Like, they inhaled it. It was 90% scratch-made. I did homemade bread and homemade chicken sausage with a tomato jam and... What else was in it? Oh, carrot fries with homemade dipping sauce. The only thing that I didn't make myself was the cheese that I put on it. But we... It turned turned out to be a chicken parmesan burger. Y'all, let me tell you, that was so good. I ate two of them. I probably should have eaten one, but it's kind of like Pringles. Once you start, you can't stop. That sandwich was amazing. That whole meal was great. My kids thought it was great and asked me to make it again the next night. I didn't. I didn't have any extra um, chicken sausage. So I'm like, well, we'll have to do it another day, kids. I will share that recipe on my Facebook page, the Urban Homestead Her. You can uh, go back and look for it. I'm really excited about that. It's so good. But um, I've I've done a lot of extra cooking lately, just trying to eat better. I got um, a bean salad recipe the other day. I'm not allowed to share it, y'all. It was... uh, my neighbor's family's secret recipe, but he told me it was worthy to share it with me because he knows that I'll love it. But, um, my daughter doesn't generally like it. Gary brings it to me at Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. Those are the big holidays. That's when he makes it. And he brings me a bowl over every holiday so that I can have some because he knows how much I enjoy it. Well, with it being so hot and that being such a cool summer salad, I asked him for the recipe because I have been craving it so bad. But it's got um kidney beans and I used fresh green beans and red onions and bell peppers and some great spices. And oh, man, that salad hit the spot and it did not last near as long think next time I make it, I'm gonna do a double or triple batch so that, you know, I have more than one meal out of it, but I can sit down and eat the entire bowl, and I think it's supposed to serve like six people. No, it served me and maybe half a child because she did eat some. She liked it. It's wasted on everybody else. They they don't know what's good for them. Um, sorry, y'all. It's 1040. Trying to do this while uh kids are in bed because tomorrow's gonna be one of those days and I can't do anything. I'm supposed to have a play date with a friend. So but uh hope you guys have a great start of the term with your kids as they either start their next homeschool year or their next public school year. I hope they are excited and I hope you're as excited as, as they are, if not a little bit more. Um, follow my Facebook page. I'm going to be sharing some recipes as the weather cools down and it's a little bit easier to cook in a kitchen when it's not 90 degrees. Um, I tend to get lazy in the summer. I don't like cooking in the summer. It's too hot for all that. I've been freezing a lot of produce so that I can can it later. And now that it's cooling off in the evenings, I might start canning a little bit more at night I did get a bunch of blueberries, and I need to make some more blueberry basil jam. Y'all, if you make your own jams, try experimenting a little bit with some herbs in them. Basil is amazing in blueberry jam and blackberry jam. So my mom makes a blackberry vanilla and basil jam that... If I have it, I will sit down and eat the entire jar in a week because all I want is bagels with cream cheese and that amazing jam. It's so good. Um, in the springtime, I make a jam that is strawberry, peppermint, and black crushed black pepper. It sounds like a terrible combination, but seriously, it is out of this world. It has just enough... um Oh, element of sophistication that makes you inhale it. I love playing with flavor. I've got a garden full of herbs. I'm going to use it and see what I can do. I have learned that balsamic vinegar in a strawberry jam with some vanilla or even some black pepper makes quite a different, uh, jam, but in a very very good way, y'all balsamic vinegar and anything is really good. If you have one of those fancy little olive oil vinegar stores, I don't know what those are called, but we have several around us so I I have the option opportunity to go regularly get what I want. Garlic olive oil is great, but you should try their strawberry balsamic vinegar. If you can get it, get a bottle of strawberry balsamic vinegar. go buy a half a gallon of vanilla ice cream has to be vanilla by a half gallon of vanilla ice cream take it home scoop your out a bowl and then drizzle with the, the strawberry balsamic vinegar you'll thank me later that is I, I never would have thought to try that on my own and then I went to this girls night thing at a restaurant where a bunch of vendors came out and you got to sample their products and the vanilla ice cream with the balsamic vinegar on it Was one of those things. Y'all, I about died right there. Died and gone to heaven. It was so amazing. So if you have that opportunity, you should definitely try it. Um, You you won't regret it. It's so good. Also, their uh, white peach balsamic. Oh, gosh. It's crazy what you can do with that stuff. But um, I'm going to get off here. And hopefully it won't be four months until the next podcast. I hope y'all are doing well. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. I'll be sharing some great recipes and some great tips and just some other snippets of the crazy homestead life that we live. I hope you guys all have a lovely evening, and we'll see you later.